Thank you for joining us for the Advancing Oceanside podcast, brought to you by the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. The Advancing Oceanside podcast hosts business and community leaders from all industries to help inform, better educate, and ultimately advocate for a prosperous economic climate here in Oceanside. Welcome back to another episode of the Advancing Oceanside podcast. After taking a little hiatus while we worked on the launch of our new website, make sure you check it out at OceansideChamber.com. We're back with another very timely interview. Joining us today is Lori Booty, Executive Director for the Veterans Association of North County, or Vance. Vance is a 501c3 nonprofit organization created and operated by veterans as a one-stop resource center for all active duty military, veterans, and their families. They centralize their services for diverse agencies to assist with jobs, education, finances, health, and wellness, and much more. Vance has done so much for our veterans and active duty military and their families. Lori discusses some pandemic-related programs and aid and how the community can get involved. And lastly, with the content of this interview pertaining to our service members and considering recent events in Afghanistan and the 20th anniversary of 9-11, the Oceanside Chamber staff wants to say to all our veterans and active duty military, thank you for your service. We appreciate so much your sacrifice and your duty to our country. And with that, we welcome our hosts, Scott Ashton and Lori Booty. Hello and welcome to the Advancing Oceanside podcast. My name is Scott Ashton. I'm your host. Uh, Today, we're really excited to have with us Lori Booty. She's the Executive Director of the Veterans Association of North County. How are you today, Lori? Really good. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, so I've known you for a long time, but uh, this is our first one-on-one Zoom conversation. So we're uh, really pleased that you can join us. So We want to talk about the Veterans Association of North County, but before we do that, tell us a little bit about yourself and how how you get to where you are today. Okay, well, I'm going to refer to myself as a professional volunteer. I've been volunteering literally all my life, and I've worked for nonprofits my entire adult life, so that's just kind of what I do. As far as the veterans part of the world goes, I'm the fourth generation in-country family member. Other words, I've had four generations go into battle, war, or in some cases, just um, humanitarian efforts on the military's behalf. Um, So that's just a real proud thing for me. So I follow through with my uh, history on that. Okay. And how long has it been now that you've been at Vance? Well, I've been volunteering here for the 10 years that Vance has been here as a volunteer. However, I became the executive director four years ago. Okay. They did, yeah, they never had a, the position. They kept asking me, but I had a, I was working elsewhere. And uh, when I was ready, I came over and now we've made it a, a full time. So it's been four years already. So time, time does fly. So, yes. so I'm going to ask you to share a little bit about the history of Vance. So uh, people that have been in Oceanside for a while know that the building used to be the Oceanside Police Department. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how that all came about and uh, the, the vision that the founders had and, and what they created? Sure. It's really interesting, actually. Chuck Atkinson, um, he's our president and our CEO and the founder of Vance. He's a three-branch veteran, and he wanted to create a cohesive mechanism for providing important services to his fellow veterans and his servicemen and women in the, in the community as well. 
So he began to collaborate with other veteran organizations and they started realizing that there's not one place where all these veterans can get together to meet. In other words, um, the American Legion, the Women Marines, the Buffalo Soldiers, on and on, they were all meeting in different locations. And he really wanted to have a collaboration of veterans in one location. So he decided to go to the city of Oceanside to see if he could find a solution. Well, his efforts really resulted in the sign of a lease um, between the city of Oceanside and of course the Vance, as we refer to ourselves, Veterans Association of North County for uh, no monthly cost at all. But the deal was, as you said, we were the, the poli old police department. We had to gut out the police department and rebuild from scratch and get all the funding ourselves and all the upkeep ourselves and just do it on our own. So believe it or not, Chuck actually signed that lease with $300 in the bank account um, to do this. And so after two full years of very active fundraising that we all did and many, many helpers of the community, um, we fundraised for $1.4 million and uh, completed this magnificent building. So it's a pretty yeah. amazing thing. It is a 13,500 square foot building and it's a uh, was constructed we finished it all in 2013 but we still have been transforming it month you know year to year to year to where it is right now yeah so it takes a lot of uh, faith in the community to move forward on a project like that with just 300 dollars in the bank so uh, I, I think he must have known how how much our community supports its veterans absolutely that was a big part of it so I, I know you have a wide variety of services and training opportunities for, for veterans, but for those that are unfamiliar with Vance, can you give us an overview of the scope of services and what a veteran can expect when they, when they walk in your doors? Sure. Um, Vance is a membership organization. So we actually have over 25 veteran organizations and what we refer to as Friends of Vance, which are um, companies that want to support the um, military. So when I say membership, uh, American Legion Post 760, Women Marines, Marine Corps League, Buffalo Soldiers, on and on. So that's who we actually house here. But Vance is a 501c3, a nonprofit, um, which again, as I said, was created for veterans as a one-stop resource center. And it's for all active duty military veterans and their family members. We centralize all kinds of services from, and diverse agencies actually, um, jobs, education, finance, health, welfare, uh, wellness. We do all kinds of things here. But our main thing is advanced as a training facility. Um, and our training and programs are free to all active duty. Um, just to name a few, we have a Vets Beyond Uniform program. This is a transformation program that offers coaching, mentoring, and training for active duty and military veterans. Um, there's over 200 classes classroom workshops that they can do, and 130 of them are online, self-paced. So we have all kinds of ways and venues, different ways, directions for them to go career-wise. We have a prep cook class, culinary course, we do right here in our commercial kitchen, and it's conducted um, by our executive chef and local restaurant owners. So we get them ready for that world. Um, our really popular course is a cybersecurity certification prep course. And of course that prepares the students for careers in the uh, computer security world. So there's just all kinds of uh, trainings that we do here and that's really our wheelhouse. Yeah, it sounds like some amazing opportunities for, for our veterans to get connected to a variety of services. Um, so we've all been following the, the heartbreaking situation in Afghanistan, and I, I can't imagine how particularly difficult it has to be for our veterans that, that serve there. 
can you talk a bit about how Vance is approaching this difficult topic? Yeah, and it has been difficult. And just so your listeners understand, uh, we work closely to support the men and women of Camp Pendleton. That's, you know, we home over 42,000 troops and with their families there, it's well, well into the 50,000 number. And there's more than 77,000 retirees within a 50 mile radius right here of where we are. In advance, we have over 20,000 people every year walk through our doors. So this um, has been a very difficult time for us advance because um, the veterans are, I guess I'm just gonna say, they're very angry. It, the, uh, the transition did not go well <laughs> for our veterans and the feeling of um, not being cared for so much. So it's been a difficult transition uh, for us and we're really trying to deal with it as well as we can given the circumstances. But you have to remember our military know no different than no man left behind. There is no stronger or deeper code that we follow than that. And it's been a hard hit. So all I can say is that we've been um, working with the VA hospital and the VA um, mental health departments to get us through some of these and doing a lot of talking and doing a lot of um, vet to vet classes that we have here. So just to follow up still on, on that same subject, um, you know, our, our community members, how, how can we be most supportive of our, of our service members that served in Afghanistan? They just need to know that they were appreciated just like any other job, except there's, they were willing to put their life out there for us. So just, Thank you for your service really does go a long way. I know people say, oh, that's just old, has been, that's just something. But you know what? Coming from the heart, a heartfelt thank you, that's really all we can ask right now. And just to know that it really does matter what they do yeah. and what they have done. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so I know um, just because of my interaction with you and I get your e-newsletter and everything, so I, I know that you do way more than serve our, our veterans. You serve the active duty military families in very tangible ways. And um, during the pandemic, um, you were involved in, in food distribution, diaper distribution. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Vance's response to the COVID uh, pandemic was to start a food and diaper distribution. Uh, we, like the rest of the world, got or rest of the country got shut down March 16th, so April, we um, opened up our food distribution because believe it or not, um, from the March 16th, the beginning of April, we had over 90% of our active duty spouses furloughed. So living in San Diego County um, in a lower rank income and trying to survive out here, the two ends just weren't meeting. So the very first thing I thought of was to start the food diaper distribution. And from April of 2020 to just this last month of um, August of 2021, We've served 31,028 people, and of that, 91% of them have been active duty. My very favorite stat that I love to cover is that we've actually dispersed 264,032 diapers. <laughs> it kind of gives you an idea of the demographic that we're dealing with. But more importantly, we actually go to the homes of seven, seven housebound veterans and bring them food. And I think that's a really important thing that's been happening um, right now. But as you said, this, the community has been coming out gangbusters for us. This food distribution is held the second Friday of every month. And just since April of this last year, like I say, um, when we started April 2020, 
we've had 4,952 volunteer hours been given to us just for the food distribution. It's been amazing. And needless to say, we couldn't do this because I am the only paid employee here. So obviously I could not handle this. But you have to remember, um, during the height of food distribution, we were serving over 700 families um, through our distribution. So it's been a really a, a good thing for us and a, and a great feeling. We'll be doing these food distributions through the end of this year, through December, because I know the holiday time is going to be another need time for us, as well as Vance. What we do is we give five active duty military units um, a holiday party here, a Christmas party where we have Santa Claus come, we have their spouses come, their children come, we give toys, we feed them and we give them a little party and just it's our little way of thanking them. So that's another thing that we'll be doing uh, this year as well. Yeah, so you, you kind of touched on my on my next question, but you know, one of the things I, I love about being in Oceanside is I think we have a community that really appreciates our active duty service members and our veterans and they want to get involved they want to serve they don't always know how but it sounds like you found people that do know how to get connected and serve with all those thousands of hours but for those that, that have not yet served and, and want to get involved in in helping our service members and our veterans what are some what are some other volunteer opportunities how can they get plugged in well as far as Vance goes um we are like i said an all volunteer crew. So just if you can give a couple hours a week at our front desk, it's huge. You don't have to have any military knowledge or anything of that. Everything's pretty self-explanatory up front, but just making appointments for our VA, you know, during the pandemic, um, the VA as a whole, the world nationwide shut down and we're only taking occasional phone calls for a while. They weren't even doing that. So our two, um, veteran service representatives here that we have on staff here as volunteers, when I say on staff here, um, both retired from the VA and then want to give back. So they came here, they still worked and they worked through the pandemic. We were the only VA anywhere in any of the four counties surrounding us um, that were open. So during the pandemic, we got hit really hard, but the good news was we were here for them. We were able to help them. And um, that the ways that you can help is simply just that, come on in, spend an hour or two and we have all kinds of things from desk work to helping us set up um, spaces, just all kinds of little helping items we can do. But again, the second Friday of the month, we always need your help for our food distribution, at least to the end of the year. Okay, so it sounds like there's some ways that people can get involved with minimal time commitment and, and become acquainted with the organization and, uh, and get more deeply involved, kind of like you did, right? Absolutely. So I know you've been for quite a while now working on the planning of the honor wall. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about what's planned with that? Yeah, we're really excited because um, here at Vance, we don't only support the military, we truly do honor them. So we're building a honor wall in a community event space right in the front of our building. It has a beautifully huge stage with the lights, so it'll be grass. And it's, like I say, it's right directly in front of us. So it's going to be used for weddings, dance recitals, military ceremonies, art exhibits, or anything the community wants to come out and want to have a beautiful outdoor venue for. So really excited. We were fundraising three years and um, for the building fund of this, it's a $328,000 creation here. So we've been fundraising for quite a while on that sucker. And as I said, um, March 16th, they shut us down. 
I say this in a little bit of a heavy heart, but I'm going to say it. Um, being shut down was actually a good thing because we had the funds for the building there. Now, understand the plaque fund is a totally different fund. So the plaques are still there. Everything's fine. But the building fund was how we were able to help with our veterans emergency financial aid. And what that VEFA, the EFA fund is, it's to give a one-time hand up to those that just find unexpected circumstance. Well, needless to say, with COVID, we had a lot of unexpected circumstance with cell phone bills, utility bills, car repairs, so on and so forth. You know, no one, Scott, got the big bang. We didn't, we just gave it in two or $300 increments to a lot of people. And in that, again, heavy heart, we depleted our honor wall um, building fund. But again, we were blessed because we had it. So we were able to help in a time that was needed. And now it's just simply going to be fundraising starting again, which it is just fundraising. So we'll get back. But we're going to be in a little bit of a uh, hold right now. We've The plaque fund is intact. We have the plaques. We have room for 500 plaques. We've sold about 318 of them. So there's still room for more people if they want to honor any American veteran or active duty. We have a lot of active duty um, plaques going on the wall. But that's just something that we do here. But uh, again, in reality, we're blessed. We had the money to give and that's all that matters. Absolutely. So can you can you talk a little bit about the plaques for people that might be interested in that, like the, the price ranges? and? Yes, we have we have two main plaques for when you want to um, honor an individual. There's a $150 plaque and then there's a $200 plaque. The only difference is one's three by four. The 200 is four by four. It just gives you a little bit more real estate to discuss or talk about that um, when you're honoring. And it's just their beautiful bronze. Uh, plaques that are going to go onto that wall and they're just they're truly beautiful great that that's uh that's an exciting way to to honor our veterans uh, so you, you talked about the services that you offer but not everybody knows about the amazing meeting spaces that you have available at advance and I, I those are open for rent uh, by community organizations aren't they Yes, and thanks so much for bringing that up because that is how we keep the lights on here in Vance. As I said, um, we're a volunteer organization because we receive no state or government funding whatsoever. Um, we just have amazing donors uh, such as John and Carol Sanders who will just open up their hearts and checkbooks to us and just individual donors who come in and that occasional God's gift grant that I actually receive. Um, that is the way that we... Uh, keep the lights on here. It's just a generosity of the general public who simply write us a check. Um, but renting our space is how we can help ourselves. And we have four meeting rooms here that the general public can come in and just rent anytime they want to have a meeting. Um, anything from an executive board meeting, small space, all the way up to a pretty good size meeting where you can have 100 people in our um, La Jolla room. But we do have a really nice banquet hall. It'll actually play 240 dinners with a stage, a dance uh, floor. It's, it's a really beautiful spot. And our executive chef, he makes amazing, um, amazing meals and very competitive prices, by the way, for our catering. And of course, our wonderful bar. We have a full bar here. And as I said, volunteer-based organization. The bartender is one of my very favorite people in the whole world. It's my husband, Michael. <laughs> no, we, we've, uh, as you know, we've had several chamber events uh, at your facility, at least a couple in the ballroom. And uh, 
it's just an amazing facility. So um, hopefully it's, it's being used a lot. So it has started picking back up. So I'm really happy to hear that. It was getting a little scary there for a moment when the governor made his little announcement with that new uh, variant and everyone started fearing again and running for their lives. But um, we're finding that, you no know, people in San Diego are very resilient and understand how to take care of themselves. So we're doing good. So just kind of along the topic of fundraising, I was looking at your website and I noticed the event with uh, Master Chef Dino and also a golf tournament. Um, how important are those to uh, your fundraising plan? Well, other than having the event space, we only simply do three fundraisers a year. So the next two fundraisers we have coming up in September, which is right around the corner for us, um, September 24th, that fundraiser will be for MasterChef Dino Luciano. He's the guy that won the trophy on the MasterChef TV show. And he comes and volunteers his hours. The big thing for us is that he spends all day in the kitchen with 12 active duty uh, military training them in the culinary arts. That way, when they transition out of the military, they're actually able to put on their resume, trained by MasterChef. And just for those of you who don't understand, that's two pay level increases. Um, on an entry level coming into workplace. So that's a huge, huge plus for them. So he does that. And of course, he's an entertainer. He's a celebrity chef. So it's quite the lovely evening that we do. And that's on our website, um, vance.me, our website that'll talk about Master Chef. And then one of our really fun events um, that everyone else can enjoy who doesn't want to just eat, but they want to have some exercise while doing it is our golf tournament, but it's not just a regular annual golf tournament that we do. We put it on at Camp Pendleton. And for the viewers again, and listeners, Camp Pendleton is number two in the nation for military bases as far as the aesthetics goes. So it's just a beautiful, beautiful um, course. And we get the general public on to go ahead and play in this tournament. And it's being held Friday, October 22nd. And we are well, well known when I say we, Vance is well known for our um, swag bag being one of the best swag bags in San Diego County. Nice, yeah, that's important. It, people, it love, uh, people love the gifts when they, Absolutely. Uh, when they participate in golf tournaments. So just in, in closing, is there anything else that you wanna share with our audience? No, I just really want to thank all of those who are there and supporting the active duty military and veterans during this really difficult time that we're having right now with Afghanistan and just the different happenings around the world, actually. So, again, just want to thank you. And just to put it out there again, if you have a spare hour or two, we'd love to see you to come in advance and let us show you around and give you a tour. I think you'll be really pleased with what you see. Absolutely. So. Just um, for those that want to find you online, on web and social media, can you just uh, remind us again of the of the website address and where, they, sure. where you can find on social? Yeah, I'm giving you the um, acronym for the Veterans Association of North County. So you can find us at vance.me, V-A-N-C dot M-E. And just going on to that website, you're going to find all kinds of ways to, meet, uh, to click on here, click on there, and you're going to find everything you want to know about Vance right there. Great. Well, Lori, it was a pleasure having you on our show and uh, just thank you so much for all the work that you and Vance and your volunteers are doing to, to serve our veterans and our active duty military. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you having me. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Advancing Oceanside podcast brought to you by the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce. Continue with us on our journey to help inform, better educate, 
and ultimately advocate for Oceanside. You can view all of our other podcasts on any podcast listening locations, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or visit our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe to catch all the latest updates on all things Oceanside. Join us next week as we host another influential leader from our community.